0: Howdy, folks. You have found us again, the Mighty Thor podcast. I am uh, Ed, one of the co-hosts of the show.
1: And I'm Terry, the other one.
0: We are uh, sitting down here to do episode 34 of the show. And we've got lined up to discuss the 1966 volume of Mighty Thor, issues 152 and 153. And the 2011 volume of Journey to Mystery. Issue, and I have that number wrong, 629. Yeah, I have 699 written down. I don't (laughs) think we're that far quite yet. A couple years, but... So, 629.
1: This is a spoiler podcast. Although we really don't feel we can spoil the 1966 versions because you should have read them long ago from now. Although I've just read them recently. But still, they've been available for quite a long time.
0: Yeah, so you you can't complain about spoiling those. That's like spoiling the Hunchback of Notre Dame movie. Or something. Been around since the 30s uh-huh. or something like that. So. Now, the
1: newer book, they should have had what for?
0: Uh, Yeah, you should have gotten that already because I've already gotten 630
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, at the store. Yeah. So, so I think 629 is okay. I believe that was last month. So everybody
1: who's into Thor should have had it by now.
0: Yeah, you should have that one in your monthly shipment by now. So, but we'll let you know when we get into that one. So no problems there. All right. So we'll start off with issue 152 of the Mighty Thor.
1: And if you remember, we left Thor (coughs) battling the Destroyer armor that has the Lady Sif inside. She's been tricked by the Norn Queen Carnilla, and he is battling that armor with no powers because Odin has gotten mad at him once again for supposedly defying his will or his orders or whatever that Odin gets mad about all the time. And he has taken his powers from him, so he is attempting to battle the destroyer with no godly powers, just his superpower from being an an Asgardian. Sif is inside the destroyer armor. Woe be her because she's afraid that she's going to be killing her loved one because she can't control the armor. And Balder is shackled with the Norn Queen in her lair, um, about to be um, threatened, the whole Norn Queen and all her people, and, and Balder, who was her prisoner, is being threatened by Ulrich, the um, troll, troll, ogre, whatever you want to call him. He troll, looks bigger yeah. than a troll, so I'm assuming he's some, he's some kind, some of, kind troll, of super troll.
0: I forget what, rock. rock no, not a rock troll. I forget, they say somewhere what, yeah. which of the trolls
1: so this is where this is where we left off last time Thor is just realized actually at the very end of 151 that perhaps he feels different so he has raced down the alley to try to get away from the destroyer and and is thinking as he's racing along perhaps i have thor's powers back we'll have to wait and see so we start this book and the front cover apparently all goes well because on the front cover we have lady sif and balder in full regalia And the Norn Queen and Loki looking on why Ulrich and Thor are doing battle. And it's called The Wrath of the Warrior. It's a very nice cover.
0: Yeah, I guess that kind of gives away the story. It does. It It kind of
1: tells you what happens by looking at the cover that Thor does escape the Destroyer.
0: Sif is there too. And that Sif is all okay. And
1: yeah, it kind of ruins the whole thing, actually. Let's just move on. So, the first page is a little synopsis. His full godly power has returned to him at last. The mighty Thor hammers his way out of the alley in which the dreaded destroyer has cornered him, and now they prepare for the final confrontation. And Thor is giving his battle cry for Asgard, I strike. And this is by Stan the Man Lee and Jack King Kirby, Vince Coletta and Sam Rosen. Our Fantastic Four.
0: No, that's a different book.
1: I, I, I don't care, that there are Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. They may not be anybody, everybody's, but, but ours, yeah. Okay, so we are watching Thor and the Destroyer go to battle. Thor realizes that even though he has his full power back, that Odin has created the Destroyer to not be able to be destroyed. Henceforth called the Destroyer, I guess. And he is just afraid. He's trying to save Earth, so he's trying to keep the Destroyer from unleashing his... his, final battle, which is the ray of energy light that comes out, and he's trying to keep him distracted from that. So he just keeps coming at him and coming at him and coming at him and battling on. He throws the hammer at him, and the hammer knocks him back for just a second, and he seems to be a little little shaken up, but then he picks up the hammer, and Thor realizes, "Uh uh-oh, Odin created the destroyer, so therefore the destroyer can lift my hammer and and use it, but the hammer knows Thor and won't really strike him, so it strikes the ground in front of him and and just devastates the piece of pavement. Poor city. And uh, they just continue to to battle, and then all of a sudden they're battling, and the, the destroyer just goes thump onto the ground. Thor's like, well, that's nothing I've done. The, whoever the life force is, because there has to be a life force that that is empowering the destroyer, not controlling, because the destroyer controls himself after a certain point, but he is powered by something by someone else. And Thor's like, hmm, he is undone. It can only mean that whoever was powering him is there. Something happened. And we come to find out. We move on to Asgard, and we come to find out that Odin has been watching this whole thing. He has given power back to his son, made him the final, you know, made him the thunder god again. And he's wondering himself. He's like, "I did nothing to the destroyer. How come he fell over and is no longer active?" He said, "But we'll worry about that later. For now, he's, he's lifeless, and he shall stay so by the word of Odin." And his 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 minion is there with him. And says, well, who would dare tamper? And Odin is like, have you forgotten that Balder and Sif have gone to the land of Norn? Perhaps our answer lies there. Which gives us a good segue to the land of Norn, where we go. And Ulrich is threatening the queen, Carnilla. And she is being told by Balder, just release me. And, you know, I will, I will save you. I will defeat this Ulrich, and everything will be okay. And, but you have to bring Sif back. That's how the destroyer became lifeless. The queen, Carnilla, decides, okay, here, here's Sif back, bring Sif back.
0: Isn't that what he said? I'll do this if you do that. Right, So she's right. living up so to her side. So she's living up
1: to her side, she has brought Sif back, and Balder's like, okay, now that Sif's fine, then I will, I will take on Olik and I will battle him. And so it's just like, wait a minute, you can't, you can't battle him alone. He's too strong. And the Norn Queen's like, be quiet. If he doesn't, we are dead. If he doesn't battle nice. him and, and win, we are dead. And Baldur's like, don't worry about it. The fears are thine. The challenge is mine. I like that line. Mm-hmm. I like that line. So Balder and Ulrich begin to fight. And Ullock, the whole time he's fighting with Baldur, is saying he really wants to fight Thor that this he's just a mere little toy for him to play with, that what he's looking for is Thor. I must destroy Thor. Where's Thor? I'm I'm sure Baldur's getting sick and tired yeah, of hearing really. about Thor, not only from Sif, who Baldur secretly is in love with, I do believe, talking about Thor all the time. Now he's gotta hear the bad people, the bad guys saying, Um, you're nothing, where's Thor? So he, he fights on, and he's like, he's giving the, also the Asgardian war cry, my mine fight is for Asgard, you know, as long as I live, I shall fight for Asgard. And Ulrich's like, well, that's fine, that's your mightiest blow, well, that didn't do anything to me, so you're just as good as dead. And the Lady Sif wants to come help, and is telling Baldr, you know, use your sword, use your sword, and Baldr's like, would you just be quiet and go get somewhere safe, because I can take care of this. And Ulrich's like, oh, no, you can't. Not even Odin will be safe for me once I get finished. So we go back to Thor and Thor is like, hmm, okay, the destroyer is done. My task here is done. But I still sense a great danger. There's something going on. And he hears footsteps and he turns around to look and it's the police running up and they're like, Thor, what'd you do? And Thor's like, Never mind that, just take this somewhere and secure it somewhere, pointing to the destroyer. And they're like, okay, Thor said so, so here we go. So they pick up the destroyer to take him off, and Thor is magically transported in that lovely beam. That little beam comes down and gets him, and he is being transported and it turns out he's being transported to where the Norn Queen is because looks, she realizes...
0: It looks like Odin's being held. I know,
1: but it's not. It's the Norn yeah, Queen. It it's it's Carnilla, it. the powers of Carnilla. So. And she has brought Thor there because she realizes he's okay, and she realizes Balder's going to lose, and she doesn't want to die. So she's like, you know, getting Thor there so he can help with the fight, and Thor's like, if any harm has, has befallen my woman that I see standing there. And the Queen's like, shut up. Would you just get over there and fight, Ullick, because we're all going to die? So Thor's like, okay, everything looks fine here. I'll just go over there and I'll fight. So he tells Balder, he says, thank you very much, but I'm here now and I will take over. And if I was Balder, that would just, ugh.
0: On top of all the other Thor, Thor, Thor. Thor,
1: Thor, 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 Thor. Thor. Now Thor's telling him, oh, that's okay, boy. Yeah. Uh, the man's here. I'll take yeah. care of yeah. it. And Baldur's like, Well, you're the prince and my friend. This, therefore, I must do what you ask. I'm sure he feels a little sore about it, though. And Ulrich is like, Woohoo, this is what I've been waiting on. I've been waiting on Thor. And Thor's like, You wait no longer, Savage One. Here I am. So the big battle ensues between Ulrich and Thor. And Thor's like, Well, you're pretty darn strong now. He's gotten some extra power from somewhere. They didn't really quite explain it to me where he got this extra power. No. But he's a mightier Ulrich than the last time Thor saw him. And Thor's like, Well, you are pretty uh strong now, but you know, I can still take you on because I am the Thunder God And Ulrich's like, No, I'm gonna be your master. You're gonna be my little boy And Thor's like, Oh, I don't think so. I will crush you with my empty hand and, and so they fight back and forth wonderful battle pictures Ulrich has both hands together and a big fist and he's like swinging that at Thor and Thor is swinging his hammer at Ulrich and they're just fighting back and forth I mean at one point you can't really see whole bodies the way the art's drawn all you can see is images of an arm coming across and and hitting Thor and then there's an image of blurred image of Thor and you can see his fist hitting Ulrich so they're having a mighty battle and finally toward the end Ulrich does... What is that called in wrestling where they where they smack your ears, box your ears? I don't know. Anyway, he boxes Thor's ears to the point where he's like, man, this is some awesome pain. I'm going to have to try to figure this out. And he's trying to get his wits back about him, and Ulrich grabs up a, a stalactite? Mite. Mite. That's right. Mite's from the bottom. tights from the top. Mm-hmm. So he picks up a stalagmite. He tears off a stalagmite, and he's like, I've got a weapon now. And Thor's like... Oh, yeah, you need a weapon. All I need is my bare hands. And, and Ulrich's like, no, you're not going to go to me like that. I'm going to use my weapon. So while they're battling, we go back to Earth, to Midgard, and we see the police have gotten the destroyer back to the um, precinct, and they've put him in a room saying well i get what are we supposed to do with him now Thor just said to keep him so they just put him in a room and they keep him so they're out there talking about him and apparently there's a museum guy that's going to come by and look at it because they want to know what it is and they're just curious and here comes odin in his human garb that he has his little suit and says i want to see the destroyer armor well i want to see that thing that you have And they think that he's the curator of the the, museum, museum so they let him in. So he goes in, and then they realize later after they've let him in that he's not the curator of the museum. So they go in to check out who is this Joker and and why is he in here, and he's gone, along with the destroyer armor. And they're like, hmm, how did he get out of here?
0: Why did he have to go in person?
1: I don't know. Maybe he didn't trust anyone else to pick up the armor because he created it, so he wanted to go take care of it.
0: Nobody has to pick it up. He transports people back and forth all the time. I don't,
1: I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with armor. Why they didn't really he just, just they didn't suck really him up? say. Yeah, yeah, they I just know. said, you know he went and he picked it up and he, he left and he, he went and they're personally. all like, hmm, Thor did say something about Asgard. you don't think? You know. and
0: he was in disguise because he oh wait, does Odin have the red hair? Maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Maybe that's... I think
1: you're thinking, because Odin has white hair.
0: Maybe Zeus has red hair. Okay.
1: So then we switch back to the land of the Norn Queen, Carnella, where we see that Ulic and Thor are still battling, and Loki's in the background going, Hmm, surely Ulic the Troll is far stronger than Thor. Why isn't he falling? The mystics have foretold that I will triumph today, and that Thor will fall. And more pictures, battling, 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 and Loki's like, oh yes, I do believe Olek's going to win, I do believe it's all going to come true, I'm going to be okay, and they're still battling, 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 and finally Thor's laying there on the ground, because Olek apparently is very, very strong, and Loki thinks, ah, finally. He's mine, and he sees that Thor is kind of passed outish, and the hammer's just laying there, so Loki picks up the hammer. He's been given special powers by the Norn Queen, because when he first got to the Norn Queen's lair after all the mishap happened, he told her, he said, you gave my powers to the wrong person back when he'd given them to the wrecker. I want some of what you promised me, and the Norn Queen gave it to him then.
0: I didn't think she ever did anything. Yes, she
1: did. She gave him a a little bit of power then when he first showed up into her land after Baldr and Sif got there. So he picks up the hammer and walks away with it. And in the meantime, Thor manages to smack the side of the mountain so hard that the mountain shatters and Ulrich falls down into it and there's this great cavern that he falls down into. So they assume that he is now in the abyss of shadows where none has ever returned and that he's all taken care of. So Thor stands all, uh, man, I'm sorry I got so mad that I acted so badly, but, you know, I did win. And Sif's like, you were magnificent, my dear. And and Baldur's like, it's time, the time itself be ended. The minstrel shall sing of this day. He's such a good friend. Even though he's he's all jealous, he's a good friend. And Thor's like, yes, once again, I've won. And Sif's like, yes, you have, and let me give you a kiss. And Thor's like, oh, wait a minute, where's my hammer? Where's my hammer? Uh Uh-oh, where's my hammer? Evil Loki! We always know it's Loki.
0: Always Loki.
1: <coughs> and that's the end of this one with Thor going, I'm going to have to find Loki and get my hammer back. Again. Again. So that's the end of this issue. What would you think, Ed? Um,
0: that was pretty cool. Uh, we, the, um, the destroyer armor thing was kind of, a. Uh, uh,
1: it was anticlimactic.
0: Yeah, as far as how it ended. But, I mean... It had to end that way, because...
1: Sith had to be alive.
0: Balder made a deal, and, and the Norn Queen had to live up to her part, or Baldur wouldn't have, and there wouldn't have been that fight with Ullick, and, you know, so it's like, okay, well, I can understand that. Um, It's good to see Ullick again, because he's like, you know, anytime stuff from the past comes up again, I like that, because they that means that the writers thought it was cool enough to, like, use it again. Mm-hmm. Um. Don't quite understand how, you know... He's
1: more powerful. Yeah,
0: he got powered up. Uh, they don't really talk about that. And I guess in a way that's okay. Um Kind of a loophole that, you know, I, I don't... It, it's not really necessary to be like that. They could have filled in a one-page flashback about where Olek had been up until they attacked the Norn Queen, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um why did odin go down to earth himself to get the destroyer armor and not just suck it up i mean yeah that
1: makes no sense because odin sucks people up yeah, Why couldn't he just suck up some destroyer back armor back and forth i mean yeah. he can
0: send them to earth he can t- you know so i'm i'm so there were just almost like it was like we're here and at different spots we have to do things to get here here and here and there wasn't necessarily a nice smooth line it was mm-hmm. okay we're there Okay, we got there. You know, so it's like...
1: It's like, the, oh, we're tired of this story Armor thing. Let's just pull Sip out. Yeah. The, and I'm like, what? The, the story felt
0: kind of hiccupy, and yeah. And just it wasn't as um, linear as some of the stories have been. And that's interesting because it's the same duo uh, writing, scripting, plotting, whatever you want to say, that's been doing it for the past, I don't know, six, eight, ten issues. So you think they would have a lot of that stuff already planned out or worked out so that they could work together smooth or mm-hmm. you know
1: and something was bugging me so i went back to issue 151 and oh it does say the troll wizards who serve king girdor have armed me with enchantment yet stronger than mine talking to Carnell. that's right i so remember the troll okay. wizards
0: yeah so in uh healing him from his last battle the yeah. wizards made him more, more powerful more yeah. powerful that's right I, I, I do remember reading that um overall uh, kirby art good art mm-hmm. um
1: good battle scenes
0: Noticing uh, this issue, not as many half or full page spreads as there has been in other no. issues. There it, was
1: a good half page spread of Odin, but you know I'm getting tired, of, kind of tired of Odin's full and half page spreads of his, his head standing there going, "So be it."
0: With the big beard or the, and big, the big helmet, helmet thing, or the, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, Um But it, it it was good. You know, again, it's it's cool um, to me to keep you know, reading forward in Thor and see where stuff first happened mm-hmm. that I know gets referenced later or pops up again later or stuff. So I'm looking forward to reading those things again, knowing now that this was the first time and this is how they got from A to B and this was. So yeah. um, it's not really gaps in my Thor knowledge. It's like, for knowledge, just before I started reading them, so it's not even really gaps, it's just filling it all in. So that's kind of cool to see. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've said it before Ulrich is going to be, yeah, he'll be here and there Around for a while, yeah, he'll, he'll be popping up. Uh, the Norn Queen Carnilla, she'll be popping up too, of course, Sif and Balder because they're family mm-hmm. and Loki. Um, so you know, a lot of these things that we're seeing now, uh, it's kind of cool here in the first you know a couple of three years uh 30 years later still there the the uh, the new creators are still pulling on that yeah. because it was good enough to use that they can fit it in now, and as
1: and as we've discussed before we really like it when his um battles are against something or someone that he can actually use all his strength yeah, we don't like it when they use worthy the, of uh, him. the uh, human
0: although i will be honest seeing the depowered thor Battling the Powered Wrecker. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Just to see what he would but wrecker, do.
1: But the Wrecker wasn't just a human. He was powered by the Norn Queen. So, right. You know. yeah, it's, He had Asgardian It's when power. they're like against the mob guy or something. It's yeah, not, not any fun.
0: Dude from the future. Yeah, it's not yeah. any fun. So.
1: Yeah. So let's move on to 153. And see where this where this takes us because Thor has lost his hammer. We have to find his hammer. And on the front page of the front cover is a Thor with his cape very much strung up by the wind over the image of Dr. Blake because we all know when Thor doesn't have his hammer he turns back into Dr. Blake Sif laying over here in a hospital bed of sorts and Loki looking on devilishly and the title is but Dr. Blake can die. So we have the Norn Queen telling Thor you've done a very good job, Olick is down at the bottom bottomless abyss of shadows thor paying no attention to her because he's like my hammer's gone and where's loki and sif is there saying it was evil loki who did take it my prince my prince someday my prince okay never mind. stanley jack kirby vince coletta and Artie Simic brought us this the fantastic four my own fantastic four And we start out with Thor not understanding because he's like, Loki doesn't have the power to lift my hammer. How did this happen? And the Norn Queen is like, well, that might be my fault. You know, I gave him a little bit of my power, so therefore added with his own power. And Thor's like, never mind. All right, fine. So now I have to find Loki and I have to get my hammer back. And Balder's like, aren't you going to turn back to a human here soon? Like, Thor needs to be reminded of that.
0: In Asgard, that doesn't happen.
1: They're not in Asgard, they're at Cornelis.
0: Well, but okay. See, this is okay.
1: Okay okay and thor's afraid because he's only got a few seconds and he has to get out of there and he's asking carnella please use your enchantment and take me in and send me back to earth so i can find loki i know that's where he's gone with my hammer and carnella's like you're just gonna die loki's gonna kill you and thor's like but i have no choice i have to find try to find my hammer and get it back or there's no hope for anyone and Sif's like well i want to go too and so carnella's like fine both of you whiny little kids go Move it. You're going to die anyway. Who cares?
0: I almost got the impression, just by the way that was written, that like, like you know, Carnilla cast a spell, mm-hmm. and that Sif kind of like walked into it okay, impetuously, rather than saying, I want to be included. So to me, that just meant that it just added to the, she wanted to be, to help Thor that much more, because like she jumped into the ray, kind of, well, thing, she you said, know, what well, so, I mean... She,
1: but Sif says, "Then let Sif, if, you know, Carnella's like, well, you, Sif's go, Thor's going to his death. I'm going to repay my debt to him and kill him at the same time, which is a plus for me, because I get rid of him, no matter what. And Sif's like, well, I want to go too, even if I die. And he, she's like, well, thou, thou shalt have thy wish then.
0: Doug. Perhaps speaking because she knew that Sif stepped in and intercepted the spell as well. Could I just—it was just interesting that that you took it as a me too, me too, mm-hmm. and I took it as a jumped into it kind of. Okay.
1: Thing. So here they are. They're on their way to Earth. We see them <coughs> curling through space, sort of like when Odin does it. Looks uh, a lot they, the same. Apparently, of, yeah. Carnella and Odin have the same
0: I, I don't power. Know. There, they have the same taxi number that well, they I guess. use to.
1: So we get back down to Earth, and we see a gentleman leaning up against the wall, and the police are questioning him, saying, "Who are you? Who are you? You know, what are you, what are you up to? We've had several robberies around here. What are you doing?" And and it's Loki, in his human clothing, his trench coat. He says, well, "I'm not doing anything. I'm just standing here. There's no log against standing here. You know, it's, it's, that's fine." And then the the police like, "Well, what do you have there?" And Loki unwraps it, and he says, "Oh, it looks like a hammer. Like Thor carries around." And he starts to take it, and Loki's like, careful. And the policeman takes it and drops it, of course, because it's too heavy. Right. And he's like, well, this this is just like Thor's hammer. It weighs a ton, and Loki picks it back up and says, oh, now no, this is nothing. There's nothing wrong. See, I've lifted it like there's nothing. You know, don't worry about it. But then, all of a sudden, it the hammer changes into the cane that Dr. Donald Blake uses. And Loki knows that if Thor's hammer has changed, then apparently Thor is around. Because that's the only way it would change, is if Doctor Blake Thor right Thor were there. has changed
0: too. And yeah. So, yeah.
1: So the policeman's like, "Well, fine, you know, I got more important things to do. You're wasting my time." And Loki's like, "I've got to find Thor. He's here somewhere." So he changes into his Thor out. I mean, his uh, Loki outfit with the lovely with the big horns and the everything, green and, yellow with and he's got the the cane in his hand, going, "Let me go find Thor." And the first person he runs into, of course, is Dr. Donald Blake and Sif. And Dr. Blake is like, you know, I have to get that back. I have to get that back. And Loki's like, well, you, there's nothing you can do in the shape that you're in. And then Sif is like, let me take care of it, honey. I'm, I've am i still got my Asgardian powers. Let me take care of it. And Loki's laughing at her, saying, yeah, 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 you're nothing. And, and Thor, Dr. Blake, is saying, no, Sif, you can't take him on. You're not strong enough. And he'll kill you just because he knows that I love you, that you love me. He doesn't say, I love you. He says, you love me. He'll kill you because you love me. And Sif is like, what better reason for a goddess to die, my lord? Oh, they write her really simpy.
0: Well, they write all females like that, I don't know. they? I, mean, I I mean, Jane, whom we haven't seen in a very long time, yeah. uh, was kind of mushy like that, yeah. too. Yeah, no, I don't famous. like it.
1: Because Sif is a strong gladiator woman. They need to not write her as Well, she, she
0: is the equivalent of any of these warriors.
1: I know. I know. Just female.
0: That's the only difference. So.
1: so Sif's like, well, I can't believe how strong Loki is because he's holding me at bay with just that walking stick. And Loki, battling her, just picks her up and flings her over toward Thor and says, here you go. Here's your woman. It's equally fitting that you all should perish together. And he sends some kind of Norn blast aimed at them and it knocks Sif over. But dr. Blake is okay and he's like I gotta do something I, I have to think of something I know what I'll rush him he won't expect that from dr. Blake he, he won't he won't expect that at all and Loki is kinda of taken back by it. he's like what are you doing you can't defeat me in the shape that you're in right now but dr. Blake manages to wrap up the cane in his jacket and Loki's hand and it turns into the hammer because it's being touched by Doc, no, no, no it doesn't, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He, it's still the cane and he's he's resting it away, he said as long as he holds on to it though it's the, got the power that as long as, as Thor, Dr. Blake is holding on to the cane, nobody can wrest it from him it's not turned into anything right. yet, from but nobody him, can nobody take can it take from, it him, from him. him as long as he's got his hand on it so he finally get, wrestles it away from Loki and taps it on the ground and turns into Thor
0: something I noticed on this previous page, there's three panels here of Loki and and Don Blake mm-hmm. in the first one they're the same size mm-hmm. in the next one, Loki's a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. and in the third one Loki's even bigger. Mm-hmm. Well, which is it? I would not expect that, Loki to be bigger than Don Blake, yes. Yeah, that's me not too. That big, but I would think that he would have started out that way. Yeah. It, and,
1: and Dr. Blake doesn't seem to be very wimpy and, and gimpy either. No,
0: he he seems to be pretty athletic. Yeah. M- more the Steve Rogers kind yeah. of Don Blake. than Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. okay.
1: So he's turned into Thor, and Thor's like, now I'm going to take care of you, boy. And Loki is still feeling a little bit... Of, Brassness because he still has the Norn Queen's powers added to his own. He's like yeah, well, I'm gonna beat you up this time So thus ensues a great battle once again between Loki and Thor we see this a lot <laughs> yes. a lot so they're fighting they're fighting they're fighting and in in and... Thor's knocked him down. He said, Even though you've gotten these extra powers, look, I'm overpowering you and, and Loki's like, Well no, I can pick this car up from my laying on my back and I can throw the car at you and Thor's like, You're just bragging, don't worry about it, I can throw it back at you. So he throws a car back at him and they're just fighting back and forth. And finally Thor just ties him up with a street sign, says, I'm tired of dealing with you because I gotta go check on Sith And he's feeling no um compulsion to not battle really because he thinks that Loki has like either killed Sif or near killed her so he's not being um, held back at all in this battle.
0: Dude was just throwing a car. Yeah. And y- you just take a street sign and you can tie him up with a yeah, street sign? I know. Okay.
1: But, um, as he's tying Loki up, he's like, I think I hear Sif. Wait a minute. I hear her calling. And so he, he runs from Loki to go see how Sif's doing. And a policeman has has discovered Sif and is saying, oh, dude, she's really bad off. we got to do something about her. And there's no doctor around here because the only doctor we have, Dr. Blake, is off on call or something. We, he's not around anywhere. And finally... Thor tells the police officer, "Go, go, and get me an ambulance or something, wanting him out of the area, so that he can turn back into Doctor Blake and see if he can do something for Lady Sif." So while we're watching Thor turn into Doctor Blake and watching Lady Sif lay there, we we go back to the Norn Queen's lair, where Balder is like, um, "What do I do now?" Because the Norn Queen has sent Thor and Sif off to Earth to battle Loki for the hammer. And Ulrich is down in the pit, and Baldur's just like, Okay, what about me? And the Norn Queen's like, Well, I kind of like you. You want to stay? And yeah, Baldur's like, I don't think so. I really don't. I want to leave. And meanwhile, while they're talking, we discover that Ulrich, who is was Falling down the pit, supposedly into the abyss of shadows to never be seen again, has managed to latch on to the side of the wall in his fall and is climbing back up from the bottom of the pit. But that's all we see of him. We just know that he's climbing back up and there's a blinding light at the top of the pit when he gets there, but we're going to learn about that another day. So now we go back to Earth, and Dr. Blake is in the operating room with Lady Sif. And everybody's everybody in the operating room with him. That's going to assist has no idea what's going on. They just know that Lady Sif needs to be operated on, and Doctor Blake seems to know what he's talking about and is going to fix her. And he doesn't know how in the world to tell them that she has been blasted by a Norn Blast and what's wrong. So he's just like, just trust me, just trust me on this. Let's just go. Let's let's operate. So Doctor Blake is like hoping that he can get all this done before Loki shows up again, because he knows Loki's going to free himself from the pitiful pitiful street sign bound up thing that he did you know shoot the man has norm powers so he's hoping that he can get finished with the surgery before loki finds them and loki has released himself from the street sign then he is looking for them and he happens to see a police officer and reads his mind because it's such a pitiful weak little mind and sees that sif has gone off in an ambulance with thor so she he's like that i know i can find them now with the power of loki so he does he kind of hones in on thor and see if I'm assuming it's the Asgardian pull because they've done that before,
0: right? They can Been like able f- to find each others, other, yeah.
1: Been able to find each other, and he's outside the window peering in. And at right at that point, Dr. Blake is like, This is the critical phase, nothing must go wrong here. And of course, that's how of we course. know that Loki's there getting ready to burst in the window because nothing can go wrong right now. So Dr. Blake sees Loki and hollers to a colleague to get the emergency tank that it will it will stop him long enough and he's praying that his colleague understands what he means and he does he gives him a blast of ether which knocks him out and they finish the operation and everything looks like it's going to be fine and dr blake tells his people in the surgical room take her to recovery and everyone leave and they're like but what are you going to do you need help with this this masked costumed man and he's like no I can handle it so some of the nurses are like how is he going to do it and the men are like just leave him alone he's a man he knows what he's going to do so they all leave and he turns back into thor so that he can battle loki again and he flies them out of the hospital because he says he's not going to leave him in there to um be around the sick and ailing during their battle and loki's like you always think of stuff like that and uh, thor's like that's right and that's why I'm always going to win because I'm the good guy so they're fighting and uh, battling and, and, and calling each other names as they always do and saying, I'm going to win, you're going to win, I'm going to win, you're going to win. You know, all that kind of stuff. And and Loki frosts him up with a um, some kind of Norn enchantment frost and says, look, you're freezing cold, I can do it. And Thor's like, y'all, yes, but I'm the master of the elements, so this means nothing to me. So they continue to battle. And Odin is watching through his lovely little orb up there And he's like, look at my boys, they're fighting again, what am I going to do? And in this full page of Odin's head with his lovely regalia helmet on, this is a different helmet from the last time, but still it's very, very ornate, very nice. It's
0: always a different helmet. I'm telling you. He's got a helmet for every day day of the week. He's like a woman
1: with the hats, I guess. (sighs)
0: So
1: he's like saying, I can't believe my boys, I'm going to have to stop them again, so speak of Odin, quit fighting. I bet you every parent wishes they have that power that has two boys that fight all the time.
0: To just make them stop. Just make them stop. Because
1: he does. He just sends down a bolt. They are forced apart. The frost that was on Thor melts away. And they realize nothing could have done this but Odin. Uh-oh. We've been discovered. And Loki's like, fine. Dad's messed up. Mess this up again, and I just, just, I'll just leave because there's no reason for me to stay here because he's not going to let us battle anymore. And Thor's like, "That's all right. I'm always ready for you, boy. Just bring it on." So Thor, Loki is gone. The fair Sif shall soon recover, and Thor is like wondering, "Oh, I wonder what Odin wants." Hmm, there must be new danger, and that's why Odin stopped him because there is a new danger. Which we will find out in the next issue, because Odin felt he was going to need his boys. They didn't need to be fighting.
0: But and, and he didn't though he didn't bring them back to Asgard. I know he let Loki get away, mm-hmm. to, and he doesn't necessarily know where Loki goes until he like pops up somewhere. So and Thor is just flying off, mm-hmm. still on Earth. Mm-hmm. So it's like
1: that's okay. Odin can suck them back in anytime he wants to.
0: You know, okay, fine, you broke them up, but.
1: He can suck them back in anytime he wants what? to. But then what?
0: So that uh, was kind of a, a cheesy little mm-hmm. ending. If they're going to have to get together and and, and fight something, fight with some Obi. common foe next issue. I know. It's like, uh, I
1: know.
0: So it. Um, and, um, going back to this helmet page, uh-huh. if you look at it, it's it's horribly uneven. Oh yeah. It's not the,
1: symmetrical at all. Between
0: the sides. It's it, not it, symmetrical it, at all. It's not drawn. But
1: I thought maybe that ugh. made it look more menacing, the fact that it looked like it might have been broken <laughs> off in battle at some point I or something. It, I just, don't know. It, it's,
0: it's not. It, to me, it almost looks like somebody did one side and a different person did the other side <laughs> trying to match, <laughs> uh-huh. and they were not quite. it ugh, It's not a very good helmet. Not a good helmet at all okay so our
1: i'm just wondering they never to tell us if, if uh, poor balder got away from carnella she was looking awfully affectionately at him oh well
0: but anything like that would be rape and i don't think they're gonna be Okay. You know, i mean if she forced herself on and if she did he would just rebuff her and you know my honor forbids and and go on his merry way so but how
1: does he get home
0: I guess he jumps a horse and rides at home. I don't okay. know. Or he asks Carnilla. She's she's kind of partial to him now that he saved her. I know, but if he essence. spurns
1: her, she might not be partial to him enough to send him home.
0: Well, but she has power. She can wait. Okay. He'll come around. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't remember her ever having a thing for Balder, but maybe early on she, she did. right did. there. Yeah. I know later on she has a thing for Thor, mm-hmm. but so I don't know. All right. Uh, oh, Jer-
1: those Asgardian men?
0: Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. Who aren't Thor? I mean, Thor has his own mystique. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I guess being Asgardian male, you kind of, like, have your own. I mean, when we get your, to these
1: newer books, you know, the Desir are all at tear with your, their little eyebrows a-wiggling. Your,
0: your pheromones are all, I all guess funky so. as a Asgardian male. I yeah,
1: guess.
0: Yeah, they're wanting to... Uh, in, not in a sexy way uh, Suck tear dry uh-huh. uh, Just drain him of all his um, fighterness, All his warriorness, uh, Whatever they would do So um, Journey into Mystery uh, 629
1: The new one So if you don't want to listen This is where you go La 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 la
0: And this is uh, written by Kieran Gillen With two artists Wils Portacio Was the main artist On the book but they did call in Doug Braithwaite to do kind of a um, flashback kind of sequence for a couple issues. Uh, Alan Martinez was the inker. Uh, IFS, a couple guys from IFS were the colorists. And, well, okay, of, of Wills Portacio's work. And then Ulysses Ariola was the colorist for Doug Braithwaite's work, which is interesting. And then uh, Clayton Cowles did the lettering, which he's he's pretty standardly the letterer.
1: And this little synopsis page, mm-hmm. where they kind of catch us up to where to where we are at this point, I love the fact that Loki calls it Loki's Magic Secret Action Squad, yeah. and Leah's like, "We are not going to be called that." As, and then the a, next bubble, kid. Loki's like, "Blah blah 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 blah," and Loki's Secret Action Squad, and Leah's like, "No, yeah, <laughs> no."
0: He's he's playing more to the kid part mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the story in this book is, in brief strokes, a recap of the Fear Itself mini, which, if all goes well, will be what we discuss in our next episode, which will be seven issues of Fear Itself. Um, this gives us Loki's involvement, and in, as I said, some broad strokes, and then the specifics will be in the mini series itself. So we see that the, um, I guess you could call it Dark Asgard, is approaching Asgard to supplant it as the Asgard with the serpent king, or I'm sorry, the serpent, the Norse god of fear as the supreme ruler as opposed to Odin, who turns out to be his brother so uh the the heroes of of the Earth have not been able to stop it from happening. Odin has not been able to stop it from happening. Thor up to this point has not been able to stop it from happening now, there is a final battle between Thor and the serpent who changes himself from the from a, a human um, humanoid bipedal form to a large dragon, flying dragon form for the final battle with Thor, who retains his normal size, so this big dragon is like massive number of times larger than Thor is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Meanwhile, our, what were they called? Loki's...
1: Super... Wait a minute.
0: Super Secret Squad...
1: Loki's Magic Secret Action Squad.
0: Magic Secret Action Squad. Okay. They are still in a library on, in Dark Asgard with Leah and Loki trying to do something we've seen in a book, maybe uh, something uh, a spell of some sort or something like that, with the rest of the squad trying to hold off all of the guards and, and basically everybody else like that that's in Dark Asgard. And the, squa- the the rest of the squad is the Desir, Tyr, who is dead, and the Destroyer armor. Mm-hmm. Writing in the book is Loki and Lee, or Leah, how uh, Lee, I guess. And so we see that Loki... Uh, as we saw at the end of last issue, the shadow of Tears' sword, Surtur, uh, Surtur not tears Surtur's sword,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Loki has, and it is in the shape of a pen, and he is writing in this book that Leah found
1: with Leah's blood
0: yes. as his ink. Yeah, which. Uh, did did we notice that last issue, or did we that... notice
1: that that it was red?
0: Okay, but now
1: we know that it's actually it's
0: her blood. It has
1: to be her blood. Which
0: is does it have to be? Well, we see why it has to be her blood, from what he does. Mm-hmm. But he's writing in this book, and as as he's writing slash reading where he is in this book, we're seeing um, the the artist is drawing basically what Loki is talking about. And it is the um, history of Thor's or Odin's brother. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Is this Boar? I thought maybe he didn't give it a name. He just called him the serpent. So we see as a child, he's out and he's waylaid by giants and the giants injure him we're familiar with this story from yes somewhere.
1: from from fear itself
0: is that where we have seen yes this? okay so we haven't this. talked about it right okay because this is very right. familiar uh and and he's hurt um he he has uh damaged his legs broken uh, beyond immediate he's been repair thrown into a, in a hole and yeah thrown and it's... thrown down and mm-hmm. so he bandages up his legs uh survives first of all bandages up his legs Uh, crawls back to the encampment of these giants. And in very uh, uh, horrendous by-the-hand kind of ways, he kills all the other giants and leaves one alive. And he he leaves the one uh, that's alive a note. And the note says, Gods do not live in the sky, we live on the earth, and you do so at our pleasure. So... Between that and seeing all his companions die, this giant has kind of a new respect for whomever this was. Mm -hmm. Um, We see that the serpent is found, and he's taken back to Asgard to recover, and his nursemaid is Lee. And she nurses him back to health and, and helps him through all the pain and all that as he's recovering, and then at some point just is no longer there.
1: Because Loki has just written her in written her in to the serpent's history. Right. That's so, what he did with the quill in Leah's blood. That's why he it had to be her, her blood.
0: So now rather yes, than this chink. Yeah, this horrible tale of being hurt and vengeance, now in the middle of that somewhere there's this soft spot because this person from out of nowhere helped him and helped him recover. So there's a yeah, a chink
1: in his armor,
0: and it is through that chink that ultimately um, Thor is able to exploit and defeat the serpent. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as we know, that's all we know from this. Now, um,
1: who knows what they'll come up with later? Here, a little bit are. later
0: on, we we find out there's a little bit more to that story. But so they finish up. Uh, here we definitely find out that it's it's Lee's blood because she heals the wound
1: mm-hmm.
0: tear uh is yelling at him, you know this is it, come on, we gotta go we've held out as long as we can and so they run uh rather than leaving like teleporting out they run to another section of dark Asgard they run to the uh, in essence engine room that is allowing dark Asgard to fly and that's how it is moving towards to take over the space that Asgard occupies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so now they're in the engine room and Loki pulls out something. I'm not sure if that's the quill pen or not, but he pulls out something and uses it to summon Surtur, because Part of the deal of getting the shadow of Surtur's sword was that he, in return, would release Surtur.
1: And bring him to Asgard.
0: Bring him to Asgard. Release him in Asgard, Mm -hmm. basically, is what it was. And so he releases Surtur in this engine room of dark Asgard, and automatically Surtur says, This isn't my Asgard. And Loki basically tells him, "Ah, An Asgard is an Asgard. You've got one. This is it. Play with it. Have a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Surtur starts trying to demolish the place, which is what he wants to do. And Loki and Squad now decide to leave Dark Asgard, the the floating island.
1: They're going through a portal that Leah creates. Uh, And and as
0: they are, there's different uh, little blurbs about each of the characters as Mm -hmm. they're going through, which I'm sure is meant to be... Small bits of foreshadowing by the writer, um, maybe the resolution of things that have been introduced previously, but they're just little tidbits that each almost like what each of the character is thinking or doing as they're walking through the portal, and they come back to Earth to midgard.
1: Did you notice it looked like in one fr- in one frame that Loki was taking a picture?
0: yeah he had a phone he was taking a picture of uh, of, of searcher in the in the engine room mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's got some kind of uh, smartphone there and yeah. he's taking a picture does not really didn't really say anything in the caption about mm-hmm. what he's doing no. and he's got you see down here in another frame a, a better picture of the device um but who knows yeah you know who knows what he's going to do I with that i just thought that
1: was funny he's like taking a picture
0: image yeah <laughs> So now they're on Earth. They arrive just in time to see two figures plummet from the sky. They scramble up to where it is, and they find that it is Odin and Thor. Odin bending over and cradling uh, an injured, eh, more than likely dead, Thor.
1: Loki seems to think he is.
0: And so that was the end result of that battle that that Loki um, um, helped Thor with, is that, yes, the... Serpent was defeated, but in the process, apparently Thor was defeated too. Um, Now, Terry and I talked about this. Given a lot of other things in this book and the characters and where they're from and everything like that, we did not see anywhere near enough information to make the assumption that Thor is dead. Mm -mm. So, they're playing it like he is. Uh, Even Lee is talking to Loki here at the end of the book, and saying, you did all this, knowing Thor would die, and basically says, no, I knew that Thor dying was very likely, but the only thing I could do, I did, and Thor's dying, basically, was out of my hands. I did everything I could, I knew it could happen, and it happened. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do everything knowing he was going to die. I just knew that it was a very good possibility. And she's like, and you chose to do it. And he said, yes, because it was for the benefit of everybody.
1: And Thor had told him when he back many issues ago, when he when he was locked up in the in the dungeon prison or whatever, and Loki went to talk to him. Mm-hmm. He asked he asked Thor. Then he said, What would you do if you knew something was going to happen? And Thor oh, yeah, said, at, "I would, at, I would try to fix it." And at Loki great said, cost "But what, how, to, like what, what, what would you do though if you knew it was going to be a great cost to make it happen?" And Thor said, "It doesn't matter. The cost is always worth whatever right. for, happens." For the greater good. So kind Loki of thing. Did, did what he thought Thor would have done if Thor had known. Right. You know, because he figured that Thor would give himself for Asgard right. if it meant the serpent would die and Asgard would be okay. So he went ahead with the moves that made it happen anyway.
0: And uh, basically that, that is pretty much where this story finishes up. We see a little scene here with Eichol, and I don't necessarily understand it. I was almost of the opinion that cole disappeared, but I guess he didn't, did he? mm Okay. He was just left sitting on the branch, and he said something. Yeah, so it's, I don't know, there there are aspects of this book that were just kind of over my head yeah the philosophical kind of i'm like I, I just i didn't get necessarily so i'm not the i'm not the brightest plum on the tree sometimes i don't i get the fighting and if they say stuff of course i understand that but
1: mm-hmm. when
0: it gets to that philosophical well, he's, metaphysical, he's, yeah he's just saying I you just, know
1: well you know the old loki always wanted thor dead which is true Yes. Because in reading the 1966 back, you know, Loki's always wanted Thor dead. And he's like, and the new Loki loved Thor and didn't want anything to happen to him. But yet, what he did caused the death of Thor.
0: Yeah, the old Loki, even though he wanted to, was never able to.
1: Yeah, and the new Loki, who didn't want to, eventually caused eh, his death. Yeah. And now he's like, so I wonder where that leaves Loki and what's going to happen.
0: And like I said, T- Terry and I aren't convinced that Thor. Is dead. Is dead. No. He, you know, maybe he's going to be out of the picture for a little while or something like that, but I, I don't think it's dead, As you said, dead.
1: Asgardian gods don't die easily.
0: No, I mean, well, look at, look at uh, Odin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Odin was dead, mm-hmm. but Thor was able to go to wherever he was and bring, and him, bring back. him back. Yeah. I mean, Thor was, and he's not, he's not even necessarily the most powerful Asgardian now mm-hmm. because Odin is. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, and, um. From my point of view, like I told Terry, we've got all of these creatures of the dead running around. The Desir, Tear, uh, Tear, who I'm sure would be rejoicing that a fellow, true warrior, battle-tested warrior, is now in the land of the dead, would be happy mm-hmm. to have a companion.
1: Like we said, Hella should be right there.
0: Hella should be right there to get him mm-hmm. because he's. T- we didn't see that Tear never made any gestures that he. Realized what was going on. That Mm -hmm. It's not like he could see or knew or or could feel or anything. The seer didn't change because now they have opportunity to perhaps harvest Thor, which absolutely they couldn't if he was alive. Right. But now that he's dead, you know, so all of this, um, Lee, she didn't do or say anything. And she is, you know, she's Hela's handmaiden. Yeah. So none of the people that are dead acknowledged anything about Thor. Hela didn't show up. We know that the Asgardian gods can come back from quote-unquote the dead, like nobody's business. Uh, you know, so even if he is dead, eh, more so than a lot of other people, they'll bring him back.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, plus he's Thor. Yeah. He's And his book is still going. Mm-hmm. So it's, you gotta have a Thor. You can't have a god of thunder. That's not the title of the book. Right. There might be somebody that pops up as a god of thunder, but that won't last long because the book is Thor. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people might say, well, you know, look what they did, Captain America and Bucky. Exactly. The title of the book was Captain America. Mm -hmm. Steve Rogers was gone. Bucky Barnes took his place. Captain America was always in the book, Mm -hmm. just as a different person. Mm -hmm. Iron Man, Tony Stark... Rody that's fine, Iron Man has always been in the book, just different people. Thor is Thor that's the name of the character, not the persona he takes on right. so if if the book has that name, then he has to be there has to be somebody named Thor in the book mm-hmm. so I haven't heard that the that Thor got cancelled, so you know
1: but we'll wait and see.
0: All right. So, um as I said earlier, the the next episode hopefully will um sit down and we'll talk about the fear itself mini which should pretty much catch us up uh with everything because the next journey into mystery is a brand new storyline that has nothing to do with fear itself. Uh the Thor book really hasn't been dealing with fear itself anyways, so although we have seen the end of that storyline with uh, uh Galactus and the new Herald preacher herald Proct- or
1: Proctorus, Proctus or something
0: what, whatever he, he's going to be called so um so uh, that's that's what we have planned for the immediate future uh, didn't really have any any feedback but if you guys do want to leave a sum you can do it at the mighty thor podcast at gmail.com the website for the shows and, and where we post them is comicbooknoise.com/thor The Mighty Thorcast has a fan page on Facebook that I post notice of the new episodes on, and you can go and leave uh, comments about the episodes if you want to. You can leave comments on the comic book noise slash Thor site, too, about the episodes. Uh, If you're on Google+, and you want to find out notice there, you can circle Edward Moore Jr., and as I uh, put up notices, they'll come through on the feed. And please take a second, if you download us from iTunes, and I feel pretty confident that 95% of you folks do, um, please just take a second and leave us an iTunes review. It it helps other people find the show. It it makes the show easier to find in general. And, you know, hopefully it will help spread the word to other people that might be interested in a uh, Thor podcast, particularly a retro Thor podcast, which I think is the majority of what we do. That will make
1: us feel good, too. Uh, yeah, there
0: you go. There you go. Yeah, actually, I've been having some communications with somebody about old Thor stuff and, and been trying to bring him up to speed and stuff. So I know there are folks out there that are interested in that older stuff. Um, all of that having been said, thanks for tuning in, guys, and, and hanging in there for us. We'll, uh, we'll have another episode out, hopefully, within the next couple of weeks on the Fear Itself Mini. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. This is a Teal production.